Hi, and welcome to Mugful of Mimosas, the podcast where no one has time for proper stemware. So grab the closest cup. And honestly, I'm not even going to ask if it's clean because, you know, sometimes just making the effort counts, right? <laughs> right. All right. And once you filled your cup with your drink of choice, you got to make sure that you don't spill your beverage, baby, because this economy is giving very 2008. So we don't have money to waste. I don't have money to waste. I don't know about you, but I don't think you do either. Anyway. So for today's episode, I'll be chatting with a really dear friend of mine and the officiant to my wedding, Jen Gowers, about spirituality and how it shows up in her everyday life and how it can maybe show up in yours. So get cozy and let's dive in. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Well, welcome to Mugful of Mimosas. I guess the first thing we'll do is tell us who you are. Introduce yourself. Uh, what do you want the world to know about you? Sure. Um, well, I consider Elizabeth Jimenez Cadeau one of the best people on the planet. Um, and she's a dear friend. And my name is Jen Gowers. And we've been friends a long time. Very long time. Very long time. We met in the education world. Mm-hmm. 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 And I remain in that world. And Liz dabbles because they won't release her. I, I, I actually, funnily enough, I um, declared that I'm done. Okay, this is the moment. I'm done. I'm done with education. I will consider continuing to consult in education, I think, later, like when something else is established. But I think in order for me to bring it to fruition, I got to declare it. And I'm done. Great. Literally, my therapist asked me yesterday, she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Liz gave a lot of beautiful work to education and she has concluded that phase of her life as Mm -hmm. of this moment, Mm -hmm. dear listeners. So here you are witnessing that she's all done from your lips, literally to God's ears. Um, speaking of, speaking of, which is a perfect literal segue into uh, our topic today, which is spirituality. Um, and, Honestly, I, I couldn't think of anybody else better to to talk to about spirituality because I feel like of all the people that I know in my life, like you are the most spiritual person that I know, but like I, I can't pin one religion on you, which makes you this like unicorn human. <laughs> yeah. It's um it's like the highest compliment you could pay me. I can't think of anything more important to me mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like um <clears throat> Just what that looks like and feels like and means and and the idea that everybody can have and make their own is really important to me too. So mm. I love that that resonates for you. That say say feel, more about that because I feel like that's one of the reasons why I feel like I consider you like that person in my life because not very many people feel that way. Most people are just like, oh, like you have to believe in God and you, you or you have to believe in Buddha and, you know, and... And I feel like you believe in both. I mean, I think God and Buddha are amazing. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I, I mean, I definitely came through all that, right? I was raised as you were, you know, um, incredibly Catholic. And I respect the Catholic Church as I respect Buddhism and mosques and Hinduism and <laughs> pantheism and people who don't believe anything, you know, like I think there are so many ways to be in the world and I think that all paths lead to the beyond and to a greater purpose and to 
you know, what you want your life to be and mean. And so that exploration has been really liberating for me. And I love the way that it's connected us. It's not, it hasn't been an exploration that has like delighted everyone in my journey. That's true. (laughs) That's very true. But I feel like um, there, there came a time when I moved to New York City, actually, when I would talk about being Catholic and I was already sort of toying with not being Catholic anymore at that point. I was 23 and like, listen, I, it gave me all of my foundations for like how to see the world. And so I'm so grateful for it. You know, I don't like begrudge any of it and I am grateful for it. Like my biggest spiritual influence when I was a kid was my great aunt Edna and she was so Catholic, you know, and it was, it was all through, you know, like the rosary and the novena and like everything was about how do we like you know use the talisman of catholicism and the rituals of catholicism to entreaty to god the things that we need or want to be or you know how to be better or stronger or braver or gentler or whatever it is it was all through catholic means and so i'm so grateful to her because she really shaped um a pathway between me and the divine that is still the foundation of everything i wouldn't call it catholic anymore but she's the one that Mm -hmm. showed me the pathway to that Mm -hmm. so i'm so grateful for that and she was also sort of transcendent as catholic as she was she was also very transcendent i mean one of her i was just gonna ask yeah i can remember is like we would get to like the like saturday night mass like after you go to confession yep and she would (laughs) kneel down and close her eyes and just be like I love you, God. You know, that was her opener and it was, it was audible. And I was just like, that is the relationship that she has with the divine is just like, I'm so happy to be here with you. Like I, I love you and I know that you love me. And so that sort of refreshing, holistic, like there's no barrier between us. It makes me think about like Walt Whitman, that idea of like every man is his own priest. You like take what you take the insight from anything but you dismiss that which insults your own soul and you distill the part that makes you feel connected to what divinity means to you like that is how i think i've forged spirituality post like strictly catholicism so i feel like my i guess my question here is were you always into like living something that me and my therapist talk about a lot is like living in the gray. I'm very much black or white, like it is or it isn't. And it's been a struggle living in the gray for the past couple of years, but it's helped me feel better. Like not be as mad, not be, and not necessarily not be as happy, but like more so not be as mad. But I feel like from whence I've known you, you've always lived in that gray. And it's funny because... (laughs) Um, a good friend of ours, Antonio, like, and I work together really closely and we, shout out to Antonio. (laughs) We would always say like, she's so fake. There's no way that somebody could be that way for real. Like she's so fake. And then we got to know you and then it, it, like it never (laughs) fell. And we were just like waiting for the facade to drop and then it didn't. And we were just like very confused about it. And then we're like, Oh, maybe, maybe she just is this way. So, so what have you always lived in the gray? (laughs) <laughs> because can you teach us how to live in the gray oh my god that's so kind I feel like you know it doesn't even feel great to me like it feels like mm. this 
the spirituality and the idea of being connected to something beyond here feels more real to me than here. Mm. You know, I remember um, we have another common friend, Steve Lynch, mm-hmm. who um, when I when one of the first things he does when he takes you into his home is like reads about your um, astrological signs, so he Ooh. feels like he can better understand you. So he's like, he's a Taurus too, is he? He's a Gemini. Oh, and he's like, I don't really know that many Pisces, and he was like, okay, Pisces. Um, <laughs> Does not feel at home in the physical world. That sounds right. And then he repeated it. He was like, does not feel at home in the physical world. And he looked at me and he was like. Yeah, that sounds right. That's what I said. I said that just like you did twice. I was like, that that sounds right. That sounds right. And he was like, where do you feel at home? <laughs> not here. If not in the <laughs> physical world. And I was like, no, that yeah, not here. So what has made the most sense to me forever is the idea that like. We chose it. It's it's like a school. Like, I don't know why, but our particular spirit said, I'm going to need refinement. Mm-hmm. I would like to learn more lessons. Or maybe I have more to give. Mm-hmm. So I would like to go to the school, and I would like to work out some stuff. Mm-hmm. And that feels more real to me than the idea that day-to-day life is all there is. Mm-hmm. And I have no... Um, judgment for anybody who feels like day-to-day life is all there is because I feel like it's rich enough it's Mm -hmm. beautiful enough if this is like the totality of the experience and the prayer it's enough but my sense of things has always been I am visiting this to learn a lot of stuff and what I am attached to is what's next and what's beyond and that has always felt more um real Mm. to me than this Mm. so whatever I'm doing here that feels great or that feels like a facade or what have you um for me it's just like participation in a simulation Mm -hmm. (laughs) to learn as much as possible Mm -hmm. to be as loving as possible and ultimately to go back but I feel like you can also experience it here Hmm. like I feel I don't know what it feels like to be there But, like, I hope I haven't completely forgotten because I still feel connected to it here. Hmm. Like, every day. Even when things feel shitty and dark and life is really difficult. Like, that's it's almost, it's not like it's a non-issue, but it's like, I don't feel disconnected Hmm. from, like, a greater, vaster spiritual community. And I don't, like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me what it is or what we would call it. Like, if it's ancestors, if there's, like, what makes a lot of sense to me is the idea that there's, like, a soul group Mm -hmm. that you, like travel with and return to and sort of process it with Hmm. um and it may have your family in it and it may not Mm. you know um i feel like a lot of chosen family is in your soul is in your soul group because you like refine each other you know because you like agreed that you were going to work out some stuff here together or help each other at key moments think about how people just show up like when you needed them yeah in your life and sometimes they like weave in and out right when you need them you know and i just feel like we made agreements to support each other spiritually through huh. this like big old school, huh. you know? And I feel like I, when I say simulation, I don't mean to imply that it isn't real because I think it also has to feel real or we wouldn't learn the lessons, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if we knew and remembered that it was school, when somebody died, we wouldn't be shaken to our core. And when we fell in love, we wouldn't be like starstruck. We would just be like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. I sketched this out. I need to learn this lesson. But like part of the gift is like the forgetting so that you can just like immerse in the lesson learning. Mm. But it to me feels like it's all for a greater purpose. 
um, that is like this, you know, continual evolution, like never becoming, always striving to become and shed more skin and evolve further. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense to me. And I think for some people that just happens on a human level and that's enough and that is how they operate and I respect it. And for me, there's a deep spiritual element to that because I just feel it. I feel connected to it. And it it never felt great because when I was a child um, and they would be like, you know, you have to like pray to God the Father or God the Son right. or whatever. I was always like, I don't really feel that part. Right. But I felt the Holy Spirit. The idea of the Holy Spirit always felt very tangible to me. And I think for a lot of people that feels very gray and amorphous. But like that for me is like a very clear like – yeah, like when they were when I was a kid and it was like, what's God? I was like, I feel like God is like a blue spirit, you know? And I still feel that way. Like it's just like it's an energy field. It's a force. It's like Star Wars or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that makes the most sense to me that there's vibrations that you can elevate to and you can connect with other people who are on that vibration and you can bring stuff to you at that vibration. Like all that stuff just makes logical sense to me. And I know that there's like also science behind that, right? Like quantum physics and like it's not just – Anyway, for me, it's spirit. But for everybody, it may not be spirit for everybody else. Huh. And I think that's okay. Huh. You know? I think, like, to each his own. Yeah. Wow. That was big. <laughs> so how do you then... Because particularly with, like, work, people are very weird when it comes to that. For it's sure. just, like, separate church and state. Yeah. So how do you... Because I feel like something... And I, I, just, I wish I could explain it. But, like, I feel like you are really good at bringing spirituality and like that feeling of something bigger than us to work and using it to motivate people. And I think that for me is what is like, what was like felt fake was because like I felt motivated and I don't normally feel motivated. So I was just like, this is fake. She's manipulating me. Like I know how to manipulate people. Like, She's manipulating the situation here. So how how do you, how, how do you do that? Where you just like, you can like seamlessly bring it into other areas and not make it feel like church or proselytizing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, first of all, because like I can't separate it, like it is, it is who I am. Right. So like, I can't turn it off. It's like what Brene Brown says about like vulnerability. Right. Like it's like, well, she says it's like an on off switch. So I guess you can, but like, I can't. um, And I I think that's what it is. That's what it is, is that I can. And I was very confused when you wouldn't. And I was just like, (laughs) what are you doing? You can turn it off for by ourselves. Do you feel like you can anymore? I feel like your spirituality now is very pervasive for you. And I, I would wonder now if you could. I don't think I can anymore. I don't think I can anymore. I think at this point, and it's funny because I like struggled a lot thinking about like us even like recording. Cause I, I did like a spirituality one. And even with that one, I was just like, as I was recording, I was just like, Oh, I'm talking about tarot. I'm talking about astrology. Like I already know, just like some people stuff. that I know are going to be like, eh, of course, this is of the devil. Of course. And so I think like <laughs> the, the, the reason why I am now not able to separate it in the way that I used to before is for me now, if God is real, which I think he is, then he made everything. And so then that means he made the the tarot readers and the cards. And then he put those ideas into their heads to tell me in that moment. And then he put it in my 
I had to ask at that. So it's just like, for me, it's just like, I, I, I don't see how that can be separate because if he made it, then like, it's just, that's the thing. Like they're all connected. And so I feel very comfortable accepting and believing and moving forward with things like astrology with tarot and still calling myself a Catholic and like going to church with my mom when needed and like taking communion and doing confession because for me, it's all one and the same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like for me, it's just pursuit of this high alignment with my highest self. That's the goal, right? So it's like, if you're just trying to pursue this high vibe, there's a lot of roads to that, you know, and there's a lot of ways that people connect with the divine. And I want to learn about all of it. I'm not interested in the darkness, but I am not um, poo-pooing people who are. There are all kinds of roads. For me, it's like anything that gives me more insight that I feel like is connected with the light, I want to hear about it. I may not take all of it Mm. in, Mm. but I want to know about it. I want that insight. And if it connects me, I also just love people. So if it connects me more with other people, then I really want to know about it. And I don't want to miss out on that because I defined my spirituality too narrowly. That was my like biggest reason for leaving the Catholic Church ultimately was I was like, I think you guys are narrowing God uh-huh, uh-huh, for me, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. You're saying it has to be just this uh-huh. and I no longer believe that it's just this, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know? So that idea that like you're saying I t- I'm Catholic but I take in information and vibration and belief from other sources resonates a lot with me because Mm -hmm. I think Catholicism is beautiful and I think other traditions and faiths are beautiful and I don't want to just limit the divine. Agreed. Agreed. It's, it's, it's something that people I think remember most about me is that like whenever I, I meet somebody who is like of a new faith I have a million questions. Yeah. I'm just like, well, well, who's your God? And like, what is it? Like, why? And like this and that. Like, I, I specifically remember, and I will forever be indebted to her. There was this social worker at our school. Actually, she was a, well, she was a social worker, but she was actually a learning support teacher when I knew her, uh, Lisa. And she was Jewish and her husband was in literal, like in school to be a rabbi at that time. So we would pass by the the synagogue on Eastern and she would already like know, like it's time to kick into like teacher and I would like ask questions <laughs> and, and she would tell me all these things. And, and that's how I knew like there's a difference between like the Jews that are here and then the Jews that are in like on in Williamsburg and like what is it in the, the, the hat, the strimal. And like, I want it so bad, but I'm not a man I can never have. And I'm just like, please, all I want is the strimal, you know? And it's just like, I, I I just I get so curious. I I've never had like um a good relationship with someone who's like 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 Buddhist, you know, to like ask questions about that. Um, so like that's the thing. Like I just I get really curious, and then and then like sometimes I get shy because I'm just like I hope I'm not like. I hope this is not taboo asking these questions or like embarrassing. And that's the thing that I also get frustrated when people are just like, well, that's taboo. It's just like, I just want to know more like this. The, this is like not even paying an homage, but like, I just, I'm, I'm interested. Like you should be happy that I'm interested instead of like wanting to villainize or, or, or criticize. But yeah, I just, I get really curious when, when I run into someone who, who has like a different spiritual experience because 
I know that I, although I believe in God and Jesus and all of that, like that can't just be it. Like it, there has to be other pathways more. And it just, and it's just, it's very funny because I think about like now, particularly in the, like the reckoning that we've had recently with like the erasure of like black people and people of color from like the history books, particularly in America. And then I think about how, like how that's happening. And then I think about the Bible and I'm just like, how, how, like, how is this different (laughs) than what it actually happened? And how will today be different in the quote unquote Bible of, 30, 23, you know, like that's what I think about a lot is like, how close is this to what actually went down in the time versus like, how close is what's actually happening going to be reflected in the time of the future for us? Like, I think about that a lot, which then fuels my anxiety, but that's (laughs) another topic for another day. But I also feel like it's great. Like, that's another wonderful reason for, like, multiple perspectives and why they matter so much because the more people's – our diversity is our strength. The Mm -hmm. more people's take you get on, like, what spirituality is or how they move through the world, like, I feel like the more that you understand Mm -hmm. this time period and what it means to be human and what it all means, Mm -hmm. like, who has the market cornered on that? Like, Mm -hmm. I can't – you know, it's as individual as, like, each person's expression. And, like, even if people ascribe to a particular religion, I bet they practice it and conceive of it in different ways, yeah. you know? And I think it's important just to listen and learn as much as possible. And you were asking before about, like, how do you bring that to work or not divorce that yeah. from work? And I feel like there's also this really beautiful universality to belief that, like, there are secular ways into it, you know? Like, one of the the biggest ways that I found as, like, a – an executive coach and a leadership coach and like a principal and superintendent coach has been around values, Mm. right? Like you can talk about what people value and centering your coaching conversations or your work or your day around that elevates your day. Mm. It is like spirituality in your work, right? And like, again, it doesn't have to mean connection to divinity it just means connection to a higher vibration Mm. than like this pile of paperwork in front of you or than like somebody complaining to you right it's like well what I, I think about um you know someone I love who I used to supervise Molly like her top two beliefs were belonging and empowerment Mm. so like as a principal when we're Mm. just bringing things back to belonging and empowerment like of course her school's going to be beautiful and elevated if like she's staying in that headspace if that's her mind frame you know Shingi Mutasa love him his school's vision was love joy excellence if he is framing right that's so beautiful if he's framing his work for children and families around is this bringing us more love more joy and more excellence that school is going like straight to the stars yeah So it doesn't have to be something that you name or that you pigeonhole or that you even call spirituality. Mm. Like it's just a opportunity to call people to their highest and best self Hmm. all the time. Mm. Mm. I love that. I love that. That's really beautiful. And of course you can do that at work. I hope we're doing that at work. How? (laughs) I think this is one of the biggest ways is like when you're coaching 
people. Like it's an honor to get to walk with somebody on their journey, you know? So like reminding, we had like a thing called a page one where like before we got into the work of the day, it was like a reconnection to what is our goal for being together? What do we value most? What is the vision for the school? Um, And how are we getting there? you know, was like the first thing that we would talk about anytime we would meet. And you don't have to talk about it forever. It can be a couple of minutes. You can touch on one of the things, right? It's like, and we had questions on that. Like, how are you practicing mindfulness? Like I can see that like walking with your wife each night is a way that you stay connected to the things that matter most to you. Like, did you get to walk with Sarah last night? Mm. You know, how was it? What did you talk about? So that before we start talking about whatever like the shit on the plate is, you know, people are centered in this highest being, that they've defined for themselves the things they value most, the practices they do to ground them, the things that they're aspiring to that elevate them, the things that they most hope and want for their school and their lives that they've articulated here. We touch on that before we go anywhere else so that people can root in their highest and best self before tackling problems or challenges or just talking about the mundane. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to come naturally to somebody like you or me because that's just how we operate. But you've coached a million people who that doesn't come naturally to. So if you have somebody who that doesn't, that it doesn't come naturally to, like what's your first way of saying like, okay, maybe do this or change this or ask this like this to have it be a start? I feel like people just have to feel it. That's it. Like it's it's not as much of talking as it is like let's do the practice together and then once they've experienced it, um, they want other people to experience it. Yeah. You know? Because like because approaching your work like that elevates you. And then once you're activated in that way, you want to bring other people to that like vibration with you. Mm -hmm. You know? So but I it's it's like meditation. It's like when I'm, t- it's, and I'll just say it for myself, when I am talking about meditating, that's all fine and good. But if I am doing it, it transforms my life. Right. Yeah. This idea that you can take a very short time out of your day. I like to do it typically at the start, but like an afternoon is another really good time to get back in there. If like sometimes you get like energetically stuck or heavy by afternoon at work mm-hmm. or stressful work mm-hmm. like we have, right? Like you can get really bogged down by lots of people's energy mm-hmm. around you and it stop. it just to stop and clear it out mm-hmm. you know and like get back in there can make all the difference because mm-hmm. you you know you're not you're, you're refusing to be like stuck or mired or like yeah. heavy with other people's stuff yeah. you're like no I'm gonna clear yeah. and get back in there and do more good and spread more love yeah. because I feel reconnected to yeah. whatever my highest truth is you know yeah do you have any uh like physical like talismans or like things that you kind of like use to ground yourself do you have any of those things for sure I, I first of all I just like them in general I mm-hmm. like holy objects mm-hmm. a lot yeah. yes. <laughs> like a kind of all <laughs> yeah I think they're really cool so um but I I had a spiritual teacher tell me once that like all of life like every moment of your life is really just a choice between love and fear like I'm not big into binaries. Ooh. I'm a literacy person. Wait, right? say that again. Wait. <laughs> Every moment of your life is really just a choice between love and fear. And I have found that that that's really true. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah. so to get myself out of fear, um, you'll probably laugh. But the object that helps me most is a rock. 
It does not have to be a fancy rock. It can be any rock. It can be like a rock from the parking lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I was defending my dissertation, I was holding and like smoothing a big rock. Mm-hmm. When I graduated from eighth grade and my mom was like, what would commemorate this moment for you? I was like, can we get a giant rock for the backyard? Wow. Like there's something just so grounding to me about this and like magical to me about this like very mundane thing that is like, sand and water and pressure and years made this Uh it was nothing and it became a thing sand and water pressure and years so it's like i don't know there's something very like holy and mystical and ordinary but beautiful and very grounding to me about a rock so rocks are really important to me therefore crystals are too i think they're fascinating Mm. and so i have lots of those um but i'm into like whatever like when I went to India, I, I, I saw these like unbelievably simple but beautiful prayer beads that meant a lot to mm. me. Got them. Um, like rosaries, yes, right? Like I have a big old thing of sage. I have a whole little like thing in my house. There's some candles. There's some stids of Stevie mm-hmm. candle because Stevie makes forever. Um, there's sage. There's rocks. There's, you know, because I just feel like collecting these items, I feel like holy items are so cool and – I like you I'm just curious I want to learn more about Mm -hmm. them I want to experience as many as I can but like nothing does it for me more than like a plain old rock Hmm. (laughs) what Er what Errol talks about a lot one of my my closest friends who um you know I we joke about like being like light workers like that that's like we we came to do that right for sure Um, both of you for sure (laughs) oh my god but you do you know like we came to do the work of the light and he talks a lot about remembering. Hmm. So I feel like these ta- these talismans like help us remember and stay connected mm-hmm. to something greater than ourselves. Like mm-hmm. that's probably why for me that's why it's like nice to have it with me is like you know because any at any moment I can still access a connection to yeah. divinity. Yep. Yep. That's real. That's real. Well, is there a la- any last words that you want to, to share with the world about spirituality and finding it for yourself? I think just the hope, like finding practices that center you in hope that you, you know, get up in the morning with the belief that's what's ne- what next, what's next is what's best. And like what's around the corner for you is about to be like, magical and powerful and positive and wonderful and uplifting like no matter what you're going through like there is something around the corner that's about to transform that like that belief in sort of magic and um and goodness like that has given me so much hope in my life and so I feel like that that belief that singular belief has helped me the most so I feel like that's like the best like advice I could give beautiful we'll do a little closing Cheers. cheers uh and Boom, there's that. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode of Mugful of Mimosas uh, with Liz, and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this week's Mugful of Mimosas with Liz. If you can, please leave me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen, and follow me on Instagram or TikTok at LizLaughLoveNYC. See you next week, and make sure that your cup stays full. Bye.